Good morning, everybody. It's your boy DeVille D.I. You tuned into Thoughts by DeVille D.I. The podcast, man. Hey, yo, I don't know about where how it is where you at, but down here in Georgia, <clears throat> in the Atlanta area, this wind been real disrespectful lately, man. I say the wind been real disrespectful, man. I, I was, let me tell you, I was going to the, uh, coming from the gym last night, and I get in the car, I crank up the car, I'm letting my car warm up a little bit, because I've been in there maybe two hours, my car been sitting, I know it's cold out, and then I realize I'm on E. I was halfway to work today when my car went to that last bar, because, you know, my joint's electric, so I was like halfway and went boom. I noticed I was on that last little bar before um, you're going to be out of gas, and I know my car, so I know there's levels to E. Everybody out there knows there's levels to E when it comes to your car. So first mine, I'll get down to that last bar and boom, my gas light will come on. But I still got like 30-something miles. How many miles I get per gallon? I got at least like 30 miles on that last gallon. You know what I mean? And when I start to really get low, then the light will start to blink. That's when you went hitting into that danger area so when it starts to blink i guess you probably got around 15 more miles so i didn't worry about it on my work work this morning when it came on because i was probably going like seven miles from my house so i'm like i know i'm good to get to work and uh i grabbed some gas on my way home forgot all about that got off work jumped in the car went to the gym leave the gym sitting out there i'm letting the car warm up and boom I see that light. I'm like, damn, I'm going to have to stop and get some gas. And there's a gas station right across the street from the gym, but that gas station's always packed. So for some reason, I feel like it will be a good idea for me to get closer to the house. So, you know, I let the car warm up. I drive off, and I'm, you know, I'm not really paying much attention. I'm listening to what was I listening to. Andrew, not Andrew Schultz, Charlemagne the God, the Brilliant Idiots podcast, and he had a party, party, I can't remember the guy's name, man, it's uh, it's right on the tip of my tongue, let me whip out my phone right quick and see if I can, see if I can uh, find that for you, it's party, he's a rapper, he just did that movie, I think it was called like the after party or something like that. Pardain, something like that. I ain't going to spend too much time looking for it because it's really irrelevant at the end of the day. Party Fontaine, I think is his name. Party Fontaine. But either way, I'm listening to that and I'm laughing, not paying much attention, so... I get to the uh, I get to the gas station no problem and I'm regretting uh, my decision to not put gas in this morning because that morning because it being that it's still cold outside it was cold that morning but you know the sun was out now it's dark temperatures dropping and that wind is getting real respectful and I have on some uh compression some compression pants 
I have on basketball shorts, a dry fit shirt, a t-shirt on top of that dry fit shirt, and uh, a polo sweater. Now, that dry fit shirt has just absorbed like all my sweat from the gym. The t-shirt is just was a thin, regular Marvel t-shirt, nothing special. So, a lot of y'all are thinking, oh, you had on layers, but that was really nothing with it um, thrown on up under this sweater. The way this wind was whipping in these leggings, bruh, and they were kind of, they had, they were kind of moist because I've been working out, man, and all I'm thinking about was this wind is getting ready to tear my ass up when I get out of this car. You know, I honestly thought about just parking my car and taking an Uber home and said, I'll just come get the car in the morning. I did not want to stand out there. So I pull up, I park, and of course, the pump that I'm at, the only open pump, something's wrong with their card reader. There's a sign up over the card reader that says, pay at the kiosk. And I'm like, shit, it's cold in the bitch. So I start towards the kiosk and I see another guy, older guy, walking to the kiosk. Let me tell you, it's so cold it kicked in my pettiness. My pettiness turned on. I ran to the kiosk to beat the old guy because I didn't want to wait for him to do whatever he wanted to do. Because you know, old dudes, they, you know, they, they, they're seasoned, they're hard body, and they, you know, he probably been working out in the cold all day, and it's not phasing him like that because. It's dark, but it's only like maybe 7.30. And I'm like, there's no way I'm finna get behind this old dude. And he get up here and start buying lottery tickets and shit. And I'm, I'm stuck behind him. I ran to the kiosk, paid for my gas, ran back to the car, pumped the gas, and went on by my way. But I told y'all all that just to come and let y'all know that, hey, that win was mad disrespectful last night. And it's continued to be mad disrespectful this morning. Moving right along, I know I told y'all I was going to put y'all up on some scams that are going around and happening around the holidays to help make sure that y'all aren't going to get taken advantage of. So I got another scam that I'm going to put y'all up on. I told y'all about the grocery girl, the devil in the red dress. So I got another scam I'm going to put y'all up on. Yes, I am knocking the hustle right now. So if you don't like it, hey, it is what it is. But some people out here are hardworking hard-working, honest individuals, and while we may buy bootleg DVDs and occasionally buy stolen merchandise, or no, pause, pause, not stolen merchandise, questionable merchandise from gas stations and barbershops, we still do not want to get scammed out of our hard armoring. So let me put y'all up on something. Maybe a week ago, I was buying a plane ticket to California, going taking a trip to California in like a month. So I buy the ticket, um, and I'm making a joke with my daughter's mom, and I'm like, yeah, the uh, the bank is probably going to flip out when they see I bought this ticket, because I'm real frugal. Everybody that knows me knows I'm cheap. No, I don't like to spend a lot of money at one time. And, you know, while in some people's eyes, the a round-trip plane ticket is not that, to California, it's not that big a deal, but... When you're cheap, it's a big deal. You understand what I'm saying? So either way, I'm telling you, know, the bank's probably going to call me when they see I made this transaction. So we laughed about it. Then a couple of days later, I'm sitting at the house having a couple of drinks, and boom, I get a text. And the text says something like, suspicious activity 
your account's been locked. And I'm like, what the hell? So, of course, my first instinct is to open the text message. I open the text message, and it's a link. All it is is a link. There's no real message. just that one-line message about my account, suspicious activity, and my account being locked. So, and that's the link. I hit the link, so I'm like, okay, they don't have any of my information at this time. If it is something weird... So I'm going to hit this link and just see what happens. I hit the link and boom, what pops up? A page that appears to be my bank's website. And at that moment, it clicked in me. This is some bull. Now, for those of y'all that don't know, I do investigate fraud for a living. I am not the police. I'm not a police officer. I work, you know, for a public company. But I do investigate fraud. So it clicks in me like, no. Don't do this. This is a scam. Because I'm drinking. So, you know, I'm kind of throwing it off. So, then I back out of the uh, the text. And I look to see who sends the text. And it didn't look like anything familiar to me. It didn't even really have, like, my bank's name in the sender. It was some other thing. So, I'm like, okay. My account's locked. Because I'm worried. With the reason it threw me off. Because it worried me. Because I had just bought this ticket. And I'm going out there for a special occasion. I didn't want anything to happen that would throw uh throw me off or you know to where like let's say the bank rejects the payment for my ticket or something like that so i say deville go to your bank uh go to the app on your bank and see what's going on i click on my app boom i get straight in nothing it's not locked so it's like let me see what's going on tomorrow so i go Probably two, three days using my card like I normally do with nothing. No transactions getting rejected or anything. I did on the app, though, have a message saying that uh, my card was, was used to make a purchase at a vendor that I usually don't make purchases from. But that was it. It didn't say contact them. It didn't say anything about locking out my account or anything. A couple of days later, I get another text and... I Google the uh, sender and it came up to like something weird like TV website that sells TVs or some crap like that. So either way, man, point of the story that I'm trying to tell you is this is the time of year. And, and, you know, we just had Black Friday and all that. This is a time of year where people are being overly cautious and overly suspicious about things going on. So, you know, they're preying on that. The fact that you've probably been out spending some money and, you know what I mean, we tell you something's wrong with your account. You come to this fake uh, dummy web page that we have, give us your login information for your bank account. Then they can just go to your bank account, log in, and transfer that money to wherever, whatever ghost account that they want to. And... It's not really that hard to get somebody's, uh, it's not really that hard to get somebody's, what you call it, phone number, and it's definitely not that hard to figure out what, uh, what bank someone uses, you know what I mean, there's all type of information being shared and sold over the internet, but clearly, 
they didn't have my bank information. They knew where I banked, but they didn't have my bank information to the point where they can actually get in and do anything. So do not fall for that. If your bank is going to contact you about fraudulent activity on your card or with your bank account, they're going to call you. They're not. They're definitely not going to send you a text message. They may send you a text message alert. But when you look at that text message, you should very easily be able to look at it and recognize that it came from the actual bank. You know, it should at least have your bank's name in the sender. And I, I highly doubt anyway. I've never seen where a bank actually communicated that way. They might give you a fraud alert and tell you to log into your account and yada, yada, yada. Because like I say, even when I went to the app and then on the app, it did say, it did mention that, hey, your car's being used at a vendor that you normally don't use it at, which was, you know, the airline that I bought a ticket from, and it was a large purchase. So, you know, they alerted me, hey, your car is being used, but they it wasn't anything like you need to contact us. It's just like, hey, here it is. You see it. Boom. You know what I mean? Don't fall for that. Don't fall for that. At the least, if you get uh, uh, any type of, uh, any type of alert for any activity on your bank account, call the bank. Just call the bank. Call their customer service, the 1-800 number, or even send them an email. That was another thing I checked. I went through my email because while they would not generally, I think, contact you through a text message for something like that, they probably would send you an email on that information because it, your email is, this is information that you gave them, your email phone numbers yada 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 so there's a likelihood that they would contact to you through that email and you could definitely uh contact them through email but that's enough about that man i, I don't want to bore y'all to death y'all didn't come here for that y'all came here for some morning discipline so that's what i'm gonna give you it's some morning discipline morning discipline for the day you got to be able to recognize when certain phases of your life are Done. You have to be able to recognize when you've outgrown a job, a friendship, a relationship, a partnership. You have to be able to recognize when it is time to step outside of those things and move on. Don't spend a whole lot of time in dead situations. Now, a lot of times when you hear people talk about things like this, they or uh, saying something like this, they're they're t generally talking about uh, relationships you know getting out of bad relationships but that's not necessarily the, the 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 full extent of this thought process or this way of thinking you have to apply that like i said to your job you may have been on the job for six years and wake up one day and say you know what this ain't for me no more it's time for me to move on to the next step, to the next level of my life. If you're waking up miserable every day and regretting going to work and not wanting to be there, it's time for you to find something else to do because you deserve to be happy. You don't have to stay there. A lot of times we stay in situations because they're comfortable. Even when it comes to friendships, you may outgrow a friendship. You may, you know, be on the phone with your partner one day and y'all chopping it up and it just runs through your head like, you know, why? 
why am I still kicking with this dude? Like, we got nothing in common anymore. It happens. It's not a bad thing. It's not a horrible thing to feel like that or to see that situation. The horrible part, the disservice that you're doing is to yourself when you recognize that and you feel that, but you still stay and hang around and just be miserable. Or you put yourself in the situations that could be harmful to yourself uh, in an attempt to, you know, be, be loyal to this person or to this particular situation. You owe yourself more than you could ever owe another person. I know there's a lot of times we say, you know, uh, I can't cut so-and-so off because, you know, they've done so, so, so much for me. I feel like I own or I, I can't just leave this company because, you know, they was, you know, they gave me this opportunity, that opportunity. And I feel like I own, which is commendable. That when, you know, uh, something is done for you, you show that appreciation and you show that love back to the people or the organization that was there for you when you need them. But at a certain point, you have to stop and look at yourself and think about your own happiness, your own well-being, your own goals, and figure out is this the proper place for you to be, for you to get to where you're trying to go. You have to be real particular when you're trying to choose the path to get to where you're going because the path to I don't know, you can take any path to I don't know. If you don't know where you're going, every path leads to I don't know where I'm going. But when you know where you're going, when you at least know where you want to be, then you have to start uh, being particular about which path you take. And if that job, if that friendship, if that partnership it's not conclusive with the the path that you need to take to get where you're trying to be. You may have to step back out of it. No disrespect to the people that are in it with you. No disrespect to the people that have been there with you and for you while you was going through whatever you was going for through that time of need that you needed those people to be for their big ups to them. Give them all the love and all the props. And they, don't know, they have to recognize and understand that there may come a time to where they're going to need you and even though you're not there with them you still are going to be there for them so don't burn your bridges as you're leaving unless that bridge needs to be burned a lot of people get it misconstrued and feel like every bridge needs to be left up and standing some bridges need to be burned and destroyed ropes cut so they can never be reconstructed again let's be honest about that right now with our sales people but at the end of the day, what I'm trying to tell you is you got to make the best move for your star player, and your star player is you. Thank you for tuning in to DeVille D.I.'s thoughts by DeVille D.I. I appreciate each and every last one of y'all, man. Uh, man, if you haven't checked out yet my uh, It's Lit a hood thanksgiving episode yet that i dropped saturday you do need to go check that out i don't know why y'all sleeping on that y'all need to go checking out that out new episodes of advice for gym news uh coming up and i'm actually working on some more interviews that i'm gonna put out for you hopefully 
uh, next week if all this goes well. You know, it's a busy week, busy time of year, and I got to get out here and get shit done. And that's the same thing you should be doing, but make sure you eat your breakfast first. Remember to be the reason somebody's motivated and masturbated today. Either way, you made a difference. Now, go out there and have an amazing day.